Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you back to another awesome episode of the Think Great Experience. I'm very excited today because we have two amazing guests today. We have guests that are pioneers in the real estate industry, uh, team building. They love their team, and they're making such a huge impact, not only in business, but in their community. And I want to just welcome Viet Lee, the owner of the Pinnacle Team, and Jennifer Giovanazzo. Did I say it correctly? You did. Very good. Woo! You did. That's yep. always did a big win me. for me. <laughs> it's a big win when I get last names correctly, because with Thurwanger, I like that. Uh, hey, welcome to the show. It's so good to finally have you both here. Appreciate Thank you. It, we're so looking forward to it. I know this is a crazy time because we're, we're two years almost to the day of the pandemic starting. And here you are in the real estate industry. What a, uh, what a crazy time to be in real estate. And you've experienced uh, highs and lows in real estate, I'm sure. But, but before we get too far into that, I, I was hoping you could just share a little bit of your background. Uh, maybe Viet, you could, you could start us off here and, and just tell us a little bit about your background and what brings you here today. Yeah, um, appreciate it, Eric. So thanks for, thanks for the invite to, um, to think great as Absolutely. well. So, um, but I came here, I, I, I came here to the United States um, when I was about seven years old, okay? Um, so I came here with my mom and my brother. We escaped Vietnam. We were refugees um, during 1980s or so like that. So we came with nothing, with basically a shirt on our back. Um, and we lived in a refugee camp for about a year before I came over to uh, the United States, before we got sponsored over here. So, um, so we came from nothing, you know, at that point. And real estate side and, and really my mindset of I'm always driven. I don't like failure on that yeah. side. So coming from that background where you had nothing yeah. really inspires me to do something more than what I had before. So, I love that because I love that because there's so many people that do have something, but may not be as driven as you are. And, and so I think there's a, there's a powerful message about being driven right now, uh, driven to mm -hmm. succeed, driven to win. Um, that's a, that's a very popular theme right now. So I'm glad to hear you say that about, um, you know, you've got a certain vantage point or viewpoint, if you will, on failure or even hearing no. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I know you've been able to tie that in with your team. And then Jennifer, how, how, how did you end up in, in real estate? I'm, I'm assuming you probably didn't escape a country like nope. Viet did, nope. but here you are. Yep. Nope. Born and raised right here in Minnesota. Um, I have been working since I was the age of 14 and I have always enjoyed working. So when I tried the, to get my degree in college, it didn't really suit well with me. So I went home to the parents and said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm quitting school. I'm and they basically said, you got to go out and get a job. So I did. And so I started in retail. So my, my kind of claim to fame is I was Best Buy's first female store manager and youngest store manager. So it started out, I was 21 years of age, pretty young, I, I mean, young. And I was thinking back as I was, so I did retail for 25, 30 some years. Wow. And then I needed something new to learn. I really always enjoyed the law, but I wanted to learn something new. And I was literally craving possibly going back to school, but raising my own kids. So a friend said, I think you would do really well in real estate. And for years, I said no, and then decided to take that fateful move. And that was in 2012. And then here we are. Um, okay. So then how yeah. did the two of you end up meeting up and, and forming this team. 
Aviat, I'll let you start. What? Okay. Um, about about five years ago, or so um, Eric, me and my business partner Tamley, we we started the Pinnacle team. Okay. Um, and we've been we were about two years into the real estate business. We didn't know what really we were doing at that point, right? But we knew we <laughs> wanted to start something different. We want to uh, we want to build something different in the in the real estate community that agents didn't have. Um, and then about I say two years into it, Geo came along, right? Um, so we recruited um, Geo. I call her Geo. Okay, so um, I'm gonna go with Geo. It's so easy to say. It just flows. <laughs> it does. It works. And we so we we recruited Geo into a directorship position. Okay. So how our team model works is um, there is the two owners. Now at this point we have six directors. Wow. Um, that lead an organization of about 51 agents. So, well, first of all, congratulations. That's huge. Thanks. Yeah. And yeah. so now the Pinnacle team, now I, I understand just in the last year or so, mm -hmm. you switched brokerages. That had to be uh, a huge decision to make, especially with so many agents on the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was, you know, at that point, we were. We had to, um, we were at a crossroad where our team was growing and growing extremely fast, but we also felt um, we were in a box and we, we want to grow outside the box. Yeah. And real estate at that point was changing and we didn't want to, we didn't want to adapt. You know, we want to kind of change with the curve. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's where we took a look at the EXP model. And we took a look at a lot of different models out in the real estate industry before we made the move. Um, and at that point, we had about 37 agents currently. We did that in about, um, I think we switched over in about 10 months ago. Do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. and 11 months. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're coming up on our one-year anniversary. One of the mindsets that has always been a little bit different that sets us apart, I think, at the Pinnacle team is, not only do your agents have an expectation of you to, you know, bring opportunity and bring truthfulness to the business, yeah. but we feel a lot of pressure that if there is something better, whether that's a better CRM or a better way to do business or a better brokerage yeah. or the betterment of the good, then we had to take a serious look at it. And that is kind of where we, how it all began was just how do we do things differently and better, yeah. not just from a team point of view. And that's, I think the whole difference with it was kind of alluding to is when we wanted to create something different, it was, and I know people hear this all the time about the agent, but it truly is about yeah. the agent, right? And oh. their experience and then our client's experience equally as important. Well, I love that because one of the things I talk to leaders about, <clears throat> I always ask the question, can your business be greater? And they always say, yes. And then I say, how? And, and they may say increasing morale or increasing market share. Um, but in this case, in order to be greater, you actually move your entire team. Mm -hmm. What was their reaction to that? You know, how do you take a team that, you know, because sometimes, well, I don't like to say change. I like to say I make enhancements, not changes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when they first think about changing or switching brokerages, um, how was that received? And how did you handle, you know, maybe any resistance or objections that they had? Yeah, it, 
it was a it was an interesting time, right? When you're sure. facing those big decisions, because we are as close as we are, and we show up every day for our agents. I mean, we have systems in place for communication and and help and guidance that. And we wanted to be questioned on the why we were making this move, but everybody chose to come along with us out of trust, yeah. out of, out of again, not fearing the unknown, right? When you have a leader, like in Viet's case, when he's, when he's seen what he's seen in his life, you don't fear failure as much because you know you're going to survive. And it doesn't yeah. matter if it's cancer or you know, divorce or whatever it may be, sure. and you, do, you do things confidently when you don't have to fear the failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the, what I'm hearing from both of you right now is your team sounds to me like it's like a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. pick up on that. I think a lot of companies give it lip service. So we're a family. Yeah. yeah. But then when you step inside, it's more of a dysfunctional family. But yeah. it, it seems that you have not only the trust there, but the buy-in from the people as well. Yeah, yeah. And we actually, you know, when we first started, and I'll share openly, is we had the word family in um, a lot of the things that we do. We've removed family and we added friendship, right? Because family, sometimes you can be, you can't pick your family and you can't make choices. That's You're correct. stuck with each other. And I think that sometimes we don't grow and change because we yeah. just know our family's always going to be this cohesive. So I think we switch it now to friendship and we truly do that. care about each other. Yeah. Well, I love, I love that. Cause you're not afraid to use other words. Yeah. Um, and so, so you've had tremendous growth and you're, you're in, am I correct? Three States right now. Yes. So Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Florida, right. Mm-hmm. And when we made the move to Eric, I mean, um, we had about, I think we had about 37 agents at the time or so like that. And I can tell you it was very, you know, between me and Gio, we're having one-on-ones with most of our agents sure. during that period. And it was very humbling. Yeah. A lot of them, and I can tell you, a lot of them says, you know, I don't care where you guys go. I know it's for the best of the team. This is where I wanted to go. So, Well, I think that just goes back into that that trust level that Gio was mentioning and mm-hmm. the friendships that have evolved. I mean, the fact that they can trust you to just, you know, not jump ship because you, you researched other brokerages. So you made the decision based on the impact it can have on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that's kind of a word I want to touch down on for a second here is impact. You know, well, first of all, we've been impacted by, by the pandemic. Right. Um, but I know talking to other people who know you that, both of you like to make an impact in the lives of other people, not just your team, but also your clients and maybe even your community. What does that word impact mean to you when you think about your team or your clients? Because um, I, I look at both of you as impact players. So what comes to mind when you hear that word? I can take, the, um, I, I can take it about agents. Um, and that's why, that's why we built the team initially, you know, about five years ago was we want to impact the lives of our agents and also myself too as well and my business partner um our support staff our directors so like that we wanted we're a team of huge collaboration we do a ton of masterminds we have a ton of fun why we do it but we sit and we listen right what's the challenging things that an agent have to overcome a lot of times most agents are not structurally sound we love to talk to people 
<laughs> we love to get out there. Yeah, they need support. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it, it comes with transaction coordinating. It comes with media. It comes with um, being able to have, you know, a personal ISA inside your business. We listen to um, the ever-changing things from our agents. Mm. And we kind of built the systems around that, you know? So within the last five years or so like that, we've changed our model and we changed our model from the concerns of our agents. Not because we thought it was better, yeah. right? It was because we listened to the things that they needed. Mm-hmm. I think that's just such a huge trait of leaders is we have to listen more. I mean, we got to ask questions mm-hmm. so that we can hear the answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we, we kind of have a mantra in our in our leadership mindset is we always want to be better today than we were yesterday. So when we make a decision about where we go, what we bring in, who we spend time with, how we train, it is again with that kind of end result in mind is are we positively giving something back that makes them better today than we were yesterday or ourselves better today than we were yesterday. And that is a true mindset. I think that when you talk about the word impact, and I can tell you, honestly, it's not like we have these conversations. It's how we wake up every day yeah. and we just feel it, right? We just show up this way. We, or we certainly try to every single day. Yeah. Well, it's got to become a mindset, right? It can't just be, it can't be lines on a, on a piece of paper or else it's just lip service. You really have to embrace these and it becomes part of your lifestyle. Yeah. And you start to attract people that want to be part of that mindset. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that there's a, there's a recruiting opportunity within EXP. So, you know, you can build your team as big as your vision is from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that both of you have a huge vision. So um, mm-hmm. one trait for me that's really important for leaders is having vision and can you share a little bit about your vision for your company, your team, um, you know, what the future looks like for you? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, when we, when we left the old brokerage, we, we wanted to kind of expand, right? We want to expand in, in different states. Mm-hmm. Um, and right away, we knew there was a cross path between um, the Sunshine State and especially with the snowbirds flying back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so within, within about two months of kind of leaving, um, we, we expanded and we moved into the Florida market. Our goal, overall goal is, is to kind of build Florida, Wisconsin, the exact same way that we have built our brand recognition over here in Minnesota. We want to be able to have about 30 to 40 agents over in both of those states. We want to be able to have about four to five different directors in both of those states. And then from there, expand into other, you know, and, and be a team of maybe about 150, 200 agents or so like that in the next Love that. five years. Um, Love that. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, that's going to be other states too, I'm guessing, right? Not just the three, mm-hmm. but you have goals for other states, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the next, in the next five years, Eric, we, we, want to be able to be in about 10 different states in the next five years i know it's ambitious but i think we can probably get there so yeah and and when did you first come up with that goal you know when you had the goal of 10 states Mm -hmm. were you already with exp at that point were you with your other brokerage how long have you been thinking about that specific goal 
well, we were thinking about we were thinking about going into a multi-state um, before we even left the brokerage. We were already in Wisconsin and we were already in Minnesota. Um, when we gateway over to EXP, it gave us the option of going all 50 states at that point. EXP has one commission split where you can go and you can expand your model however you want with your organization in all 50 states. And I believe now they're in 18 different countries too. If you wanted to cross that side and even go international, you can absolutely do that. Now, as soon as we, we moved and we transitioned, we already knew that we were gonna go and we were gonna go in multi-states. The goal of going 10 is it's, once we did Florida, we knew we're able to do it and we're capable of doing it yeah. right, at this point. Now we just gotta hunker down and get the Wisconsin, Florida, kind of where we want them to be at that point. And then after that, it's, it's a free fall. Yeah. So do you have a, do you have, do you have a next state? Oh, sorry, Joe. Do no. you have a next state in mind? What's number four? Cause you got me hanging. We do, <laughs> <laughs> we, do. We, we were thinking about Texas or Arizona. Yeah. All right. I like that you're going with the warm themes. I do. Yeah. I really, because <laughs> if you ever need me to come speak to your team, I'm happy to go do that in the warm states too. Of course. <laughs> uh, well, and, that, and that's was kind of that decision when we EXP opened up that opportunity. So I'm yeah. getting close to retirement age, or at least I hope so. I may not want to stay in Minnesota the whole time. So it was really about opportunity. Sure. But we also know that there's a lot of needs of what agents are looking for yeah. is what the pinnacle team has. And so why keep it to ourselves? So what we want to try to do is, is again, bring it out to more agents so they can do better business, enjoy their business and their lives more. And we can't just do that in just Minnesota or Wisconsin. Why not try to bring it out to a much more global market? I mean, just to have a 50 state and 18 country opportunity, that's huge. Yeah. Like who wouldn't want that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, so I can see why there's so much excitement. Now, I, I know for your team, your mission is really about transforming lives through real estate. Um, can do you have any examples of lives transformed or things that you don't have to say anybody's names, but certain things that maybe goals or objectives or maybe people, I'm sure some people start off part-time in real estate and then are able to go full-time. So that would be a huge goal. But mm -hmm. when you're transforming lives, which is also part of my mission statement, our, our, our tagline, I should say, our tagline is transforming people, magnifying results. So, mm -hmm. so we're both, all of us are into transforming people. Mm -hmm. um, what does that transformation mean to you when you're seeing somebody transform? What have you experienced? Uh, Do you want me to take that real quick? <laughs> Either I one. I, that, it's just like, I'm like, I can't wait to speak, but yes, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I can tell you from my business standpoint, when it, it's a huge reflection on even myself, when I'm, when I'm taking a look at my own business, how I am as a, as a husband, how I am as, as a father to my two young kids, it gives me back the time, right? Real estate really transformed my life and really pinnacle really transformed my life. It gave me more time with my family. It gave me more time to do things that I actually enjoy outside of real estate and inside of real estate as a whole. I'm also an investor too. So, you know, Pinnacle with Pinnacle structure or so like that just gives me back time that I need to kind of step away from the real estate side to actually enjoy life as a whole. 
you know we do we do work or we do um or we get employed why because we want to spend time and we want to spend quality time outside of the right. things that we actually work for so i love that yeah i love that you want to help people buy time back it's mm -hmm. it's such a precious commodity you know once it's gone it's gone yeah so yeah. we believe we transform lives kind of in three different ways money obviously if you can if we can support them with seven full-time support staff and they can get their marketing and their their stuff shows up better than it's ever shown up before they can do more they can do more business so we we believe that there's a number that is for somebody it's transforming whether that's a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars but in that when you're trying as a single agent you have usually again very little time so we with them not only bringing more money but more time and then along with that is just enjoyment and fun right it's like Viet talked about the one thing he loves to do is spend time with his family he gets yeah. to do that without the sacrifice of time or money and so that's really where the pinnacle team transforms lives and again when you look at your long-term friendships i think that's it, it's so, so great. Obviously, people want to have an improved lifestyle. And those three elements really help with that. You know, it's, mm -hmm. you can have a lot of time on your hands, but if you don't have the money, what are yeah. you going to do? Um, and not that money is everything, but it's right up there, right? <laughs> you yeah. need it. You need it to improve the lifestyles, make an impact in people. Sure. You know, both of you took this team through the pandemic. And here we are a few days away from the two-year anniversary of the World Health Organization declaring the pandemic. Um, what was that first moment like for you when you realized the way things were going? When you realized, okay, things are going to shut down and, and you typically meet with clients face-to-face. -face. What was that like running a team? And, and what, was it, what was the message that you had to convey to your team at that point? Because I'm sure communication became the biggest priority at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a, well, for our whole country, for our whole world, a scary time, right? Uncertainty yeah. everywhere you looked and real estate was just one of many. And I remember, and again, I remember sitting at, and all of us, we were just glued to the televisions. I mean, we yeah. all stopped working because you couldn't leave your homes any longer, right? So right. Had nothing to do but to watch the, watch the news and watch the world unfold and where yeah. it was going to take us. And I remember after about three days of that, one trying to figure out where, what do we do? We were responsible for leading this team is we had to give ourselves a purpose, a reason to get up. And I remember watching in, in a short period of time, other companies and other people saying, we're going to, we're going to do food shelves. We're going to do this. And we said to ourselves, what right. can we do? And that's when moving Minnesota together was created. It wow. came out of a place of, how do we keep our industry going for the right reasons and, and again, impact the people that we get to see each day? And that's how it started. And Moving Minnesota is basically a grassroots campaign. I can't really describe it any other way because it's become our, our way of life culture is we help those who want our help, those who purchase and sell homes with us with their first month's mortgage payment. So imagine that and, and when, when in during a pandemic, home became so much more important than it had ever been in anybody's life <laughs> yeah. before, a place to call no shelter, right? They called it shelter at home. And yeah. so many people, their dreams of that 
became non-existent and we we started from grassroots with nothing and just said, you know what, we believe we can keep this dream alive with one way that we know we can have an impact and, and pay it forward. And that's- I, I love that you started something to give back during one of the toughest times the business sector's ever seen, let, let alone people in general have ever seen. Yep. Um, so that started during the pandemic and up to date, how much have you actually helped with? Because I know you- I, I saw the figure, but I, I just want to make sure I'm getting it right. But can you just share with us how much you've actually given back? It's like you know, 190000 dollars we have given back to wow. our, our communities in first month's mortgage payments. It's, I got to tell you, so, wow. and I, I know Viet has heard this so many times, but during the hardest times in all of our lives, I experienced, and I know Viet and the people on our team experienced some of the greatest blessings that either real estate or humanity or life gets to give you. And I got to tell you, as difficult as a time it was, it was also in mine, one of my most honored times to be doing yeah. what we do. Mm -hmm. That's that's a phenomenal impact you made. $190,000 is, uh, is not a fluke. You are, you are onto something and just making a huge impact. I, 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 I feel it's things like that, that the community outreach or the impact we're making to our end user, our client or customer or guest, depending on what industry we're in, sometimes that's what really separates a team from other teams. And, and I think people want to be a part of that. So I'm glad we were able to share that because that's so impressive that it started during a tough time, but you've turned it into something great. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it became, we, every year we evaluated after the first year, we said, well, can we, or should we keep this going? And we decided that it will be part of our culture for, you know, for forever, um, for those who need or want. And out of that, we have met and had some amazing relationships with people we would not have met and been able to help them in a way um, beyond what we could have even imagined. I, uh, one of our most recent last year, um, moving Minnesota recipients was a grandmother. She's 70 some years of age. Her grandson was hit by a car when he was riding his bike, when he was five and they have been renting ever since. And they lived in an apartment where they had to take him up an elevator, up and down stairs, down long hallways in his yeah. wheelchair. And we were able to help her get into her home um, this last year. One of our agents, it will be a lifelong friendship. There's just, oh, it, it's just amazing. That's awesome. That is mm -hmm. phenomenal. Um, I can see why so many people want to join your team. I mean, who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Now you, you consider yourselves unique from real estate teams. The Pinnacle team is unique. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Viet, you had mentioned before, earlier uh, before the podcast that you've had business coaches, realtors, agents, whatever, um, actually say that your business model won't make it. <laughs> and, and here you are. I mean, that's crazy, right? So isn't it great to prove sometimes people wrong in that area, but um, where, what are you doing? What do you attribute your success to? When, when some people have said, well, I don't know if this business model will work. Why is it working in your opinion? Um. And I believe it's it's just every single day we we wake up with the notion that we want to get to work and we want to give back to the agents. We want our model is completely different than 
you know, other team models that are out there. And what I mean by that is we're very competitive on all splits and everything yeah. goes right back into the team. Um, that's what we brand and we brand the agent. It's, it's a true partnership between the yeah. agent and our team. Most teams that are out there have one team leader and the team leader is on every single listing, every single buy. Our name doesn't even exist under at all. We brand the individual agent. We brand Geo on her branding. Pinnacle and Geo's relationship is a true partnership at that point. Yeah. Right. So we stand and we stand right behind the agent. We want to build up their brand and we want to build up their success. And it, 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 it's, it's a true partnership between both sides. If they're successful, then we're going to be successful. I mean, you, you have a fleet of ships, you have partnerships, friendships, I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> so. and, and, and another ship I want to talk about is leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you, both of you can answer it separately, but um, what is your favorite part of being your role? You know, Viet, you own Pinnacle, you're a co-owner in Pinnacle and, and Gio, you're the general manager, but how would you describe your favorite part of the role? What gets you amped up the most to show up every day? You want to go? go? Yeah, well, and that's a great question. <laughs> you and guys it, are you so know, Minnesota nice. <laughs> yeah, there's, and, well, and there's not just one answer, right? There, there really isn't any one answer. Anybody okay. who knows me would tell you that I try to inspire, I, I feel inspiration every day just in the life that I have. Yeah. And, and not because it's so great, it's just really great to me. But, um, and so I, I find that inspiring people to believe in themselves and see things that I see that maybe they don't see and helping them accomplish what they maybe even didn't even know they were capable of accomplishing is, is I think what gets me really riled up, but I also get to affect change, right? There's, I I never feel stuck and I don't want anybody to ever feel like they're stuck because life is full of choices. When we run out of choices, now we're stuck. And we're never going to be without choices if we keep an open mind and um, just always move forward. So I can tell uh, you're juiced up. I can tell you're amped up. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I, it, it's how it is every day. <laughs> awesome. Man, sure. How is it for you being the leader of a, of a team like this? Like, what's your greatest? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing to see like the impacts that we get to to have on our agents, to see their success, to see their yeah. Um, you know, to see the change and even, you know, their lifestyle, their, their family dynamics, everything as a whole. Yeah. Um, you know, we have agents on our team that uh, came to us and they were a little more quiet, shy, stuff like that. Now I can tell you they're a lot more outgoing with us. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, and we, we do, like I said, we, we do a ton of collaborations with our directors, our support staff, our agents, um, and everything is, is built and everybody feels like they are part of something um, and they want to grow it and they want to grow it together. So it's not me just growing the business yeah. and it's not just Geo growing the business. It's all the agents and all our mindset all together to build this, to be something better than what we are right mm-hmm. now. So yeah. that's what gets me part of it. Yeah. And I want to expound on that too, because this has been throughout the change so uh, the last couple of years is is truly realizing that every single person agent support staff ownership 
all has an impact, all has a say, all has an opportunity to affect the change. There isn't one person we don't see having an extremely high value to our team. I, I really get the sense that it's not your team, it's our team. Right? Yeah. Everybody's a part of that. And I think right now people want to be a part of something. Um, you know, I think it's kind of in our DNA to be uh, a part of something special, but you have something special, you have something great, and you can tell people are attracted to it. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I have to ask you this, you know, when it comes to leadership, that's such an important component in what you're doing. And it's going to be an important component as you, as you expand, right? Because you're going to create that cohesion with your teams. But are there any traits that stand out the most to you of, of what you look for in leaders or what you try and exemplify? You know, I know in, integrity comes up a lot and it came up when I was in the Marine Corps. It was one of their 14 leadership traits. And, and so I've tried to carry that with me everywhere I go, right? Exemplify integrity. Are there some specific traits or features or characteristics of leaders that mean the most to both of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I think it goes back to kind of my core values of where I came from and, and you know, um, the ability not to kind of give up, um, give up on your, you know, give up on your goals, give up on your dreams, give up on um, the, the aspiration to do better than what you're doing right now, right? So as I truly believe as, as a leader, you got to be able to listen and you also got to be able to be humble too. There's failures along the way that we all learn from all mistakes and stuff like that. And if you can't learn from those mistakes, then how are you going to be able to do something better the next day? I think, because uh, I want to actually piggyback on what you just said. Mm-hmm. Over the last two years, I think a lot of people have given up. I think that during the pandemic, a lot of people tossed in the towel or they just got so discouraged or frustrated. And, you know, as you mentioned earlier, Joe, watching TV every day to hopefully see some news, it was usually not good news. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and even today in the world, you know, there's, there's, there's more challenging news, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, that fact, Viet, that you can help instilling people to never give up is huge. And what I love about your message is where you came from. The fact that you came from another country, the fact that you escaped the country, the fact that you were in a refugee camp, the fact that you had nothing, and now you're teaching people how to have more than something is huge. There might even be a t-shirt in there. I came from nothing. I'll show you how to have more than something. Um, but your story really inspires me. And, and I, gotta, I gotta ask, it's probably inspirational throughout the whole Pinnacle team your story. And I'll probably ask Gio for that. Is that correct, Gio? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, again, when you work, truly work with people who care and who show humility and you, they show up every day and do what they say they're going to do. There's just a certain amount of trust that is built in that. And when, again, you've had a, somebody who's had the story like Viet and, um, and everybody has their story is to, to make it just, it changes everything. It, and, and you keep saying we're special, but to be honest on the inside, we just, we, we're just little worker bees. We just go to work every day. We, we have our vision and we have our focus and we, we don't see, 
we don't see ourselves as being special, even though we know we are, because we have created with all these great people. That's what makes you so special, though, because <laughs> you're not saying you're special. You're not, you know, this isn't uh, getting introduced as, hey, look how special we are. I think that's what I think that's what makes your um, your aura so strong that people want to be around is that, you know, you're just there to support them. Now, I, I know I I piggybacked on what Viet was saying about never quitting, never giving up, which is huge right now. Uh, but Gio, did you have some ideas on leadership from some traits or characteristics that are most important to you from your perspective? Well, definitely. I always want to work with somebody that you can trust. So some, I think a trait is, is that you keep the promises you make to yourself and others um, and you show up every day. I, I think, again, you mentioned it. Integrity is always at, mm. at the foremost of and not just integrity in your business, but really how you live your life, I think, is really important. Um, people who believe in you, yeah. right, is, and having people that believe in us and us and each other, I think goes a really, really long way. What we don't know, and where there's a lot, we're willing to learn, we're going to continue to sure. seek out those answers. Um, and somebody who really believes that there, we, we can do this. Yeah. I think that belief level is huge. Mm -hmm. And, and we've mentioned team a lot. So that word comes up. So I'm, I'm guessing on a scale of one to 10, teamwork is probably a 10 to you, maybe an 11. <laughs> um, what does it mean to you just to be part of a team? Like not just, not just the, the general manager, not just the owner of the team, but just to be part of something. How does that feel, especially in, in today's world right now, to know you have a team of friends? Mm -hmm. um, I, I can tell you real estate is, it's a lonely business if you're doing it by yourself. Um, yeah, or any in any job, if you're if yeah. you're doing it by yourself and you're, um, and you're excelling in your in your craft, it's still lonely if you yeah. don't have people to share it with. Yeah. Right? That's what I feel about teamwork is it's the opportunity to share something that is better than what you did before. Right? Yeah. Even if even if we didn't create Pinnacle, I'll still want to be on another team. I want to yeah. be a part of something. Yeah. Right? I want to be able to. Be, contribute to something to grow something better than what it was before mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's the majority of people right mm -hmm. they want to belong mm -hmm. and we learn so much more by being around people i mean imagine how much further you can go when you're flying in a group versus trying to fly alone right and there's a there's a business there's a saying that says if you want to go fast go solo if you want to go far go together and that really is kind of the it, it has, you know, resonated with us is that we learn from our people every day, every day. Well, that's, that's the great thing. When you, when you have people join your team, they bring so much to, to the table, so much untapped potential. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love, I actually, in a couple of my books, I talk about geese flying in a V formation. Yeah. Um, and I, I read one study that said a, a V formation of these can fly 71% further than a goose by itself. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. V for Viet, I don't know. I'm just seeing, some, yeah. I'm seeing some t-shirts here. I'm yeah. seeing some t-shirts to add to the pinnacle website. Yep. And uh, when, you, and when in that, in that flow, those geese that are flying is if one drops out, two others drop down to help pick them back up. And that's what a team is designed to do is we all fall. Yeah. Right. We all we need each other. We all struggle and we're there to kind of brush each other off. Mm -hmm. I think it's yeah. needed now more than ever. Well, right. let me ask you this. If somebody's somebody's listening right now and I'm I'm sure they are thinking <laughs> I need to be a part of this team. 
what is it like to be a part of this team from, from let's say some of the team building activities and maybe there's some zoom sessions that you do. Maybe there's some in-person sessions. Uh, I know you have uh, a great relationship with Tara, a mutual friend at GCS title and you've done some things there, but when they're a member of your team, what, what can they expect if they join your team? Um, so joining joining the team, I would say we have a we have a pretty intensive onboarding process. Um, you know they're going to go through two weeks of intense training, stuff like that with us. But after that, they're they're going to be uh, they're going to have seven support staff, actually eight wow. support staff at this point right now. We want to make them look good, and you know to to their audience, to um, their clients everything all together so and we do you know we do a ton of collaborations like i said we have our monday meetings we have our wednesday meetings we also have our friday meetings too yeah. as well so and there's constant training and development and coaching so forth so they don't just get one team leader they actually get a ton they get five directors that they can pick the brains of right yeah. they get two owners they get seven support staff and they get collaborations from the whole team that's in there too. I mean, so interactive. I, I, I love that you have two weeks of onboarding. Mm -hmm. I, uh, having been in the military, I was in the Marine Corps and they had, well, they had 12 weeks of onboarding. I maybe way too long, but, but you, you didn't have a, they didn't ask you how long you wanted to onboard for. Um, but it set the stage for success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so the fact that you're doing two weeks of that, um, I know I meet with a lot of realtors, even, even all over the, the country. And having that type of structure and support is huge. Most of them say they don't have that level of support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if they did, they could do all these amazing things. So you've answered that with having that structure, having that support in place, having that, um, I mean, just having a staff that can help them out is huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we have weekly team meetings every Wednesday. We have Monday and Friday huddles. Those are much shorter, smaller, just check-ins as we call them. Yeah. Um, usually it's to exchange information, whether that's something that's happening in the industry or something that they need to know, but they're accountability calls and then oh, mini masterminds. Hey, what challenges are everybody having out there? Because if one person has the challenge, it's likely yeah. the other 52 of them have a challenge as well. And then we do six workshops throughout the year. So advanced training, like in listing presentation, advanced training in, in um, you know, buyer's consultation, di different things, social media, um, those kinds of things. And, and then mindset, you know, I'm a firm believer that, that you, at, at they're capable of accomplishing anything that they wish to accomplish if they have the right mindset going into it. So we try to coach on mindset a fair amount of time because it's the one thing that holds everybody back, not opportunity. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think too many people are on the, on the beach when they should be swimming out to their ship. Um, <laughs> That'll There's be that a theme. Again. Yeah. It is that ship. I'm telling you. I, well, I, I think you have the invite. You might be even, you may be coming to my event on uh, the 31st, but mm -hmm. uh, unleash your business warrior. We're going to be talking yeah. about some of these concepts of swimming out to your ship. You know, it doesn't come in for you. You got to swim out, but that idea of teamwork is so critical mm -hmm. and it's so needed right now. Um, well, let me ask you this. If somebody is listening to this right now and they're just saying, you know what, I want to, I'm ready for a transformation. I'm ready to get my life uh, in position to achieve greater results. What, 
what kind of advice would you have for them, whether they're in real estate or not right now? Um, are there any suggestions you have for people listening going, all right, this was the this was the episode that got me fired up and I'm ready to start achieving greater results. What would you suggest to some people? Get ready to get dedicated and get to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. I mean, you were so ready for that. That was so awesome. Wow, the confidence that you just had too. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh. Anything you want to add, Viet? <laughs> I think you hit it right on the nail right there. Yeah, it's not without hard work. None of this come, nothing great comes without hard work. We don't, we don't, we don't pretend to fake it. Um, We rise every day and we go to work. We want our agents to do the same. Some achieve greatness. Others achieve what they see as their greatness. And that's okay. Everybody's got their own way, but none of it. We, we show them how to get there. You, hard work can be as, as fun and as rewarding as you want to make it, but you, nothing comes by happenstance or truly just luck. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's absolutely. I, I think it's, it's all about hard work. And if you, if you have that mindset where you got, you got to wake up and go to work every single day, I think you're going to be able to achieve that goal. Um, and however big of a goal you are, set small little goals in between. So that way you can feel like you accomplished something. If we want to go and we want to expand into 10 different states, well, guess what? There's about a thousand different small goals in between that amount of time to get to that huge goal that we're going at, right? So. I'm a huge fan of goal setting. In fact, not only was my first book on goal setting called The Goal Formula, but those goal setting techniques are interwoven throughout all of our books, all of our programs, how much time, and it doesn't have to be an exact count of minutes, but I'm sure you're investing time with your team to go over their goals, both the short-term and long-term. And that's got to have a huge impact on them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because- I think we just got done with business planning about, I think, three months ago or so yep. for 2022 that we did it. Um, and it was setting the expectation and setting the accountability for each and every single one of the agents to say, hey, this is your- this is your goal. It's not our goal. This is your goal. So how can we help you get there? And how can we keep you accountable to your yeah. goal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Gio. Yeah. Well, and, and during business planning is we had everybody write down. So they, they obviously, we always try to go to a transaction count, you know, and, and what they want to maybe do for gross sales. And we reverse engineer it and try to get that again, down into broken little goals. But so we did something different this year as we said, what would it mean to you if you met this goal? And they wrote it down on a piece of paper and we put it in a sealed envelope and we're going to bring it out next year because it's not just about the transaction count. It's what does it mean to you in your life? And that's when it comes down to what, when we're transforming lives is it's maybe not a hundred thousand, but what does that do? Does that put three kids through college for you? Or does that get you, you know, um, a place for your mom in her older years or security in your 401k, whatever that may be. And so we asked them all to write down what it would mean if they achieved that goal to them. And then we're going to open that up. And that's probably the thing I look forward to the most is to see how much impact them achieving their goal has on them. 
I think it's fantastic that you asked them that question. You know, what does this mean to you? Um, you know, when it comes to goal setting, I always look at goals as puzzle pieces of a bigger picture. And, and so you're really getting them to see their bigger picture, why they're doing it, who it's going to impact, what is their greater purpose behind? I think that's so motivating. Mm-hmm. Plus, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind being there when you open the envelopes up. How awesome is that going to be? Yeah. Celebration. Yeah. yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt. I think the goal setting side is incredibly important. I think people have, what I found is during times of chaos, uh, too many people put their goals on the back burner. And the fact that both of you are encouraging your team members to bring their goals to the forefront is absolutely huge and people will follow you. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So how can people get a hold of you? I know, I know people are listening right now and they're like, look, I got to find out more information about the Pinnacle team. Uh, what's the best way for them to reach out, find out more information about you and your team? I think the easiest way is um, if they went on our website, thepinnacleteam.us, um, they can reach us there. Our, our cell phones are all um, listed on there. They can call me. They can call Geo. We can set up our appointment. Uh, with them immediately, or they can call any one of our agents too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing is it's always, you know, they don't want to hear from us sometimes. <laughs> they want to see and they want to feel <laughs> experience of everybody else that's around it. And yeah. I can tell you, if they just call any one of our agents, they're going to speak and speak pretty highly about Pinnacle. I think that speaks volumes about what both of you have helped put together with your team. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I can't thank you both enough for being on the show today and sharing some insights. You have so much energy, so much enthusiasm, so much passion. It is definitely contagious. So a big thank you to both of you for being on our show. No, yeah, we appreciate thank you. it, Eric. Yeah, our first podcast. I know, I forgot to mention that. First timers. Look at how you sounded like pros. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, and thank you for being such a kind host and uh, giving us plenty of opportunity to get our thoughts straight, um, you know, on, on this hour show. So we look forward uh, to you it. You know what? You don't this seem like fun. first timers. Yeah, Viet? <laughs> no, I said this was fun. So Yeah, it's great. And, uh, you know, I, I guarantee you're going to have some interest and in people wanting to be a part of your team as a result of this. And, um, and who wouldn't want to be, especially since you're going to be in 10 states in five years and probably more if I were to put some money on it. Hey, well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be seeing you guys soon. All right. Thanks, Eric. Thank you.